Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. This podcast is sponsored by Jim Butcher, who is a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Now let's get it started. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary and an independent financial advisor with Sharon McKinley Group. And as always, I have with me my lovely co- my lovely co-host, somewhere else virtual, Miss Tricia Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. You know, I feel like I haven't seen you at least in a whole week. I have really missed you. <laughs> as we smile at each other across the wire. Hey everyone, Trisha Stetzel here, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions, and I'm super excited about our guest today. It's actually a young lady that Colton just introduced me to, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. So Miss Marilyn Swanson is the go-to person for Medicare and major health insurance. She's a senior herself, I would never know it, Marilyn, and became a licensed life and health insurance agent for Texas in 2010. Since 2016, she's been an independent agent and the chief operating officer of Swanson Health Insurance. As with many small businesses, Marilyn's is a referral-based business. Marilyn, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here and have a chance to interact with two fun people. I know we're going to have a great time today. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And, you know, again, you're going to just be able to hear Marilyn, but you really would never guess how old she was by the way she acts and the way she talks. But she is, spoiler alert, she is Medicare age. I can say that. So that's all I'll say. So Marilyn, we don't have you for a long time, so we're going to go ahead and jump right in. All right. So let me ask you some questions really, because I, you know, I'm, I'm in my twenties, right? Medicare is not necessarily something that I'm even looking at right now. I know I'm paying into it with my FICA, but I don't really know a lot about it. So really my questions are going to be geared towards really my parents because they're right there getting towards the age. So when we're talking about Medicare, how does it work? There's so many options. I mean, you're getting stuff in the mail. Like, like tell me about it. What's going on? I think the really exciting thing about Medicare is there's no one size fits all. And when I say that, there are lots of different options for people, depending on a person's health, their financial status, and really what's important to them as far as their doctors, their history, even a little bit on their genetics, believe it or not. And so when I visit with someone who is turning 65 and has questions about Medicare, I like to start about with who they are, what's important to them. Is money more important or is their health more important? Is an individual doctor more important or are they healthy? Are they taking zero prescription drugs or are they taking, unfortunately, that's my introspection, uh, 10 or 12? And that's where we go. I have many of my clients, particularly if it's a spousal type of unit, uh, where the husband or the wife is on Medicare, the other spouse who's not yet of Medicare age is like, I cannot wait, he's 65 years old, because it is really excellent insurance, health insurance coverage. 
So from my perspective, Marilyn, my mother lives with me, which you don't know, um, and she is beyond the age of 65, but I do know that there uh, is an important, let's say, meeting or connection that you should have with your clients every year. Is that right? That is absolutely correct, and it's coming right up, right around the corner between October 15th and December 7th. So what does that look like for you? Do you visit in person with all of your, uh, all of your, cl- your current clients to review any changes? Tell us about that. Well, it's the annual enrollment period and comes around, like you said, once a year, October 15th to December 7th. And what I do in September is I send a letter to all of my existing clients telling or reminding them that they have XYZ plan and they have taking XYZ drugs. What do you want to do now? Do you want to change your things valid? Last year, I went to see almost everyone who wanted to be seen by me. And some people choose, by the way. I'm happy. I don't want to see you. You know, let's not rock the boat. Um, Many of the others say, well, let's just look over it. And then, of course, remember, I have an older clientele base. They are not necessarily virtually in tune. Um, I have somebody, in fact, I'm setting up appointments right now, who said, I would really rather see you in person. How do you feel about that? And for the most part, I say yes. Uh, Sometimes I say, let's kind of meet first by phone and then we can kind of get some things taken care of and then I'll meet you on the porch. Uh, Man, you got to love doing business in the midst of COVID, right? Absolutely. And and so you and me, we've actually gone back and forth and talked a lot about social security and Medicare and kind of how it um, overlays, right? So let's talk about that big day. You turn 65, okay? Now social security plays into Medicare to an extent. So let's talk about nowadays people are still working. They're not going to retire until 65 or until 70. Do you have to take Medicare um, at 65? That's a really good question, Colton, because there's a heck of a lot of information and some misinformation out there about when you need to take Medicare. If a person has contributed their FICA taxes, as you are, Colton, uh, you are automatically enrolled on your, in your Medicare Part A, which is your hospitalization, when you turn 65. If you are taking Social Security, you are automatically enrolled in Part B. You can choose to opt out, you don't have to. If you are not taking your Social Security, and this is so, so important, it's really important, three months between three months before and three months after your 61st birthday, to sign up on the Social Security website, and I have a little cheat sheet how I help people do it. In the past, you could also go to offices, like Social Security offices to sign up. Guess what? Not happening this year. So you can call up, get a virtual appointment or a telephone appointment. So again, it's, I hate to keep saying this, but it's so individual. Some people I advise, don't take your Part B because your group coverage is better. For some people, it's not. And not to go into the weeds, but also part of it depends upon the group coverage if your 
group is greater than 25 or less than 25, different factors influence it, probably beyond the scope of this um, opportunity to chat, but that's what I do when I visit with people. <laughs> And so really, if you're, so if you're over age 65, it may not make sense to jump on Medicare if you're still working for a company that provides group insurance. Now, now let me ask you this. Can I interrupt um, there? Can oh, I interrupt there? If you are working for a company that provides good group insurance. <laughs> I, love I like that. That's that. definitely worth saying. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you know, and I, I actually get this question quite a, quite, a, uh, quite often whenever I'm putting together Social Security. People who are still working, they ask about, well, if I am over 65 and working and I don't elect to take Medicare, well, do I have to wait till open enrollment the next year? How does that work? No, and that's, again, another misconception because you hear so much about the annual enrollment period but there are a couple of special forms on the social security website, which of course I have for my clients or people who I visit with. And there are two forms that you need to fill out if you are deciding to retire or as sometimes is happening in today's world, you are laid off from your position. It's still important to have coverage. You have to document that you have coverage. Actually, to be perfectly honest, Enrolling later is a little more, can I say, difficult or time consuming than just the initial initial enrollment if everything, all the ducks are in a row. Certainly doable. I've done it with a number of people though. So I feel there like- there is a time period. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Trisha, I was just, and there is a time period, correct? Whenever you retire or if your coverage is canceled at your current work, there's a time period you have until you get penalized for not getting on Medicare, correct? Absolutely correct, and they will request documentation, and that's what's the key point, which is sometimes difficult to obtain, the documentation from your company. Depends on the efficiency of the HR person there. So it sounds like, Marilyn, somebody should have an advisor uh, because you happen to be the expert in this area, and not everyone who's even turning 61 knows that they should be doing things, right? And, and planning that early in advance. So having an advisor in this space is imperative. I, I couldn't say that more because unfortunately, I've run into some people who have reached out to me after they're 65. And in fact, I'm visiting with somebody next week who said, I made a huge mistake, can we fix it? And sometimes you can fix it, I mean, I've made a huge mistake about my Medicare. Sometimes you can fix it. Sometimes you can't. Okay. Well, and that, you know, it's, it's, yeah. And it's just important, I think, to have somebody by your side, right? And you've got uh, unbiased opinion, opinion, excuse me, uh, when it comes to those things. So I wanted to, and I know Colton, it seems like today the generational gap, (laughs) not generational, but the gap that we're bridging is you're really focused on the numbers, right? Because you're a numbers guy and I'm focused on the feels, right? Which is interesting because my mother lives with me and, and we've kind of been through this before. But I, I would like to say this, uh, Marilyn, about, you know, not just this year, but any year when parents start to move in with their children, uh, being on the lookout, right? So this, the message that you have for people today or the talk that we're having today is not just for people who are going to be 65. It could potentially be for those people who are starting to care for their parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you, you brought the 
point out that I was an unbiased um, consultant, shall we say. And by the way, there are no fees. People who charge for what I do are not doing it according to the books. Uh, no charge to visit with me because I am reimbursed through the companies that I may, may or may not have you enroll with. Being saying that is that I'm um, licensed with a number of the major companies and I don't have one company that's my go-to company because everyone is different. For some people, it's better to go with one company. With other people, it's better to go with another company. It depends on, I'm sorry, I'm rattling on, but it's so important, I think. It depends if you're smoking, if you're not smoking, if you're a male, if you're a female, what county you live in, what drugs you're taking. It's so individual. And for that reason, I find it I'm, makes me sad that some people just go online and enroll. Your cost as an enrollee, whether you go online or as I always say, you've got Marilyn at your side, is exactly the same. So let me, let's unpack that a little bit more because that, that brings up two questions. So what you're saying, I mean, because Trisha and I talk about this, you know, I, I'm an independent financial advisor. Trisha, um, I guess you can call yourself an independent. I mean, I don't think you say there's an independent business coach. Business coaches, they have their own, their own thing. So you're technically independent. You're not. And then it's good to work with people who are independent. So that's the first thing. And you're independent, correct? Absolutely. I feel so strongly about that. That's why I work with you, Colton. <laughs> I love it. And the second thing that I wanted to unpack, we actually had a um, a um, healthcare specialist on uh, a little while back, well, assisted living, he facilitated people going to assisted living homes. And he was so strong um, about, listen, you don't pay me. The assisted living facilities, the nursing homes, they pay me to place you. So in my understanding, it's the same way is that you work with people, you consult in these medic, whatever company they use, they're paying you for your service of bringing them to the company. Is that correct? That is correct. And by the way, becoming an agent where I'm licensed to offer with all these different companies requires, is not just signing my name saying, yeah, I'll work with you. I have to go through training every year. I have to go through a national exam first to finish that. And then I have to do individual exams with each of the companies to make sure that I am familiar with their products. So what I'm telling my clients is follows their direction. And here I was complaining about my 24 CE hours every two years for insurance. Well, all right. <laughs> so now let me, let me kind of turn, <laughs> right? let me turn the, turn the conversation here and kind of gear it towards fraud. There's a lot of stuff going on right now with, with Medicare fraud out there. I mean, talking about the sending in cards that aren't legit mail mailing stuff, like phone calls, all this stuff. Can you kind of elaborate a little bit on that and what you're seeing out there? Well, the, the part of fraud that bothers me probably the most is that people are being charged for services they did not receive. And some of them, like some pain doctors or their prescribed medications that they don't need, or their prescribed medical equipment that they don't need. And as a result of that, the price or the cost that all of us honest people pay for Medicare goes up. That's why 
I encourage everyone to look at their bill. They will receive a statement from Medicare, directly from Medicare. Look at that. Look at what your doctor or your hospital sends you. They need to be comparable. And if there is some message in there, in fact, that's what I do a lot of times. I feel like I spend a lot of time on hold with doctor's offices or with hospitals or even with Medicare, trying to figure out information for people because even though I'm older than the both of you, I have a fair amount of patience and I don't mind being on hold. I can do a whole lot of other things when I'm on hold. My fingers are moving along that keyboard. And some of my older, uh, same age as me, some of my clients, unfortunately, when they're on hold, because they're on hold with me, we're together, um, they get so angry and I keep saying it's okay okay we're going to solve it don't be angry because being angry and yelling at that person is not going to get you anywhere no it certainly doesn't really to hear. yeah so again having an advisor right that can uh, go along with you in the sidecar and help you with those things is imperative right you get your bill you see something on there that doesn't belong there it's going to be much easier to engage someone who knows who to get a hold of and how to deal with it like miss marilyn yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Or, or you don't have to call 800 and be placed on hold and do you speak english or spanish or vietnamese and then you get to someone else and they pull up your records and they really don't know you. But Man. Don't mean to disparage. I have not, uh, I haven't heard the Vietnamese one yet, but I'll be listening out for that. But uh, hey, I know how exciting talking about Medicare is, right? People are like, yeah, Medicare. Uh, so let me go ahead and change the subject to something not as fun. It's a random question that I ask every single week on our show. So Marilyn, this was not pre-screened. You have no idea what I'm about to ask. I know you're super like, I see your face. I know you're very concerned. So this isn't too bad. It's, it's not going to be crazy. If you had an opportunity to live in any time period, or let's just say experience it for one week, what time period would it be and why? Random question. Um, good random question. I am so happy with my life and I'm going to answer it in a different way. I love being alive in this year. There's some things about the world that I would like to fix, but I am totally content. I can't, I don't necessarily want to live in the future. I don't want to live in the past. I am happy with where I am right now, being able to help people, having supportive friends, family. And I'm totally blessed. And I like to feel that I'm a blessing to other people. Oh, can I just add one more thing to that too? Um, as you know, I've had other careers in my past. I was a college professor, et cetera. As a Medicare helper, shall we say, I received so many more warm fuzzies than I ever did being an administrator. And, and I do want to actually ask one additional question because you kind of, you, you kind of weaseled out of it. So you're going to have to answer this one. Okay. If you had, if you had the option to change plate, to change the place of any animal for a day, which animal would it be? An animal, an eagle, because they soar over the world, a bald eagle, because they're unique 
they're not around a lot. So they're kind of special. And when people see them, they say, whoa, there goes that bald eagle. And I'll say, there goes that Marilyn. <laughs> I you know, that actually fits your it. personality very well. <laughs> I love it. And for that... the record, for the record, Trisha and all of our listeners, Marilyn is not bald. I just want to make sure I know she has a full head of hair. I just want to make sure I throw that disclosure in there. And she right. has beautiful hair. All right. So we have one. I have one more serious question for you, Marilyn. If you do not mind divulging to our audience, what generation do you belong to? I'm 75 years old and proud of it. Yes, I love it. So we've got a beautiful baby boomer on with us today. Marilyn, do you feel like you um, identify with other generations outside of the baby boomers? Really feel I do. I'm blessed with um, three wonderful daughters who are in their 40s. I'm blessed with grandchildren. I love to hang with my grandchildren, but they all live out of state, so I don't hang with them very often, but uh, I can be just as silly as they are and do all sorts of crazy things when I'm with people younger than I. Yeah, I love that. Well, and you're only as young as you act. That's all. (laughs) All right. So in closing, Marilyn, would you please tell us uh, number one, spell your name for us because people won't be able to um, to see us. They're only hearing us. So spell your name and tell us the name of your business and the best way to contact you if they have questions or want to follow up with you. Okay. Well, my name is Marilyn Swanson. That's M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, last name Swanson, S-W-A-N-S-O-N. My company is Swanson Health Insurance. There are two ways to contact me primarily. One would be by phone. That's 281-773-4210. Or by email. That's Marilyn, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, at swansonhealthinsurance.com. Another disclaimer, I am licensed in Texas which means even though I can answer general questions from people not in Texas, I can only, I'm only more of an, I'm more of an expert for folks who live in Texas than I would be for somebody who lives in Montana, Alaska, New Jersey, wherever. Okay, that's fair. Colton, uh, any last words from you? No, I just thought I just learned a lot about about Medicare today. So way to make it exciting, Marilyn. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. Marilyn, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. It's a pleasure to meet you and to talk with you. And I love your energy. It's just coming through the screen like nobody's business. I love it. So for our listeners, this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Colton Cockrell with Sherman McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Sherman McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.